so my tennis friends like to uh we, we have conversations we go to the bar after it's really really fun and we were doing this thing where a guy and i kept one upping each other with very complicated words and they were just being like what is this fucking word of the day and i was like absolutely this is what it is every sunday at the pub it's word of the day As much as I possibly can. So, say, say it again. What is it? Obsequious. Obsequious. And obsequious, oh we are live. <laughs> ah, I found it. Obsequious. Uh, give us the yeah, definition should... to start the show. What's the sh- What's the definition? <laughs> obedient or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. I mean, yeah, he is obsequious to himself. Yeah, as well. If it yeah. hadn't have been for Cotton Eye Joe, I would have been married a long time ago. Hello, we are Pixel Pints. <laughs> um, we, are, we are the only podcast that we know of in the world who talk about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly. Um, please, Cotton Eye Joe, responsibly as well, uh, if that's even a thing. country dance responsibly Clegg responsibly as well if you're in a certain part of the world Um, yeah nice I totally threw myself on the intro (laughs) Um, you can follow us on social media on twitter at pixel underscore pints where you will see when we go live and when we archive our episodes you can see our archives on youtube.com forward slash pixel pints and you can follow us on Instagram, where I mainly post about beers and some gaming clips, which I've got. And I've got one of Evan that I'm going to do a VO for. And I think people are going to like it very much. Um, and that is Pixel Pints Pod on Instagram. Um, you can also get the audio versions of our podcasts on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor.fm, where Anchor do all the work and we don't bother thanks anchor two thumbs up right quick round of room liam Liam, Liam, you see what we did there we left him drowning we didn't throw the life vest we just let him drown there when he with the intro how was it oh i wasn't concentrating that much i've never abandoned (laughs) keith Uh, not on purpose anyway most definitely (laughs) so what you were saying is you were being reckless on the job and like uh, playing too much video games on your like switch or something ignoring keith going uh, save me save me he'd be off the side of the boat screaming for help and i'd just have my headphones on oh he was the vita you're you're the vita girl you're the vita girl in the last of us part two that just sits there while ellie just sneaks up on her and just (laughs) all i wanted to do was escape as a puck Calypso and play some JRPGs. Although, no, it was truthfully, I, Miami, I wouldn't be stupid enough to, uh, you know, the protagonist of the video game, oh yes, I'm going to go forwards into this person like an idiot and then get stabbed in the neck. You know, just like, like give me my beat back, sit back and play, you know, have a good time. How do they charge it? Generators. Uh, yeah, they did have electricity at that place. Okay, I'm just, generators I'm just wondering all over if this mo- game. They take they take it in turns to get on bikes, 
No, well, like, the, like no, they like generators, and then um, at the facility in the um, in the uh, stadium, there were solar panels. Okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't care enough. I just thought I'd try and pick holes in the game. Nice try. My bad <laughs> is a phrase I've I've heard the kids like to use. I I find it somewhat noxious. Because they don't really mean sorry. It's just going, oh, my bad. Yeah, the definition of sorry nowadays has kind of changed a little bit. Like, it's more, it's yeah, more like... Boris Johnson, you toffish bastard. You know what sorry is, spo- <laughs> so, sorry is supposed <laughs> to mean? I apologize I did the thing. I'm going to try not to do it again or just not do it again in general. But it's also meant to qualify remorse, yes. which most of the time people don't. And people just are like... They're just saying sorry to say sorry, not saying sorry to say like I really mean I won't try to I won't do this again or I won't try yeah, to do like, this again. But most of them they like just do it again. Were, yeah, like if you were say a um, member of parliament and you were sat in the chamber watching porn on your phone, and um, oh and then got caught, and then you said, "Oh, I'm sorry. It just came up when I was looking at tractors. <laughs> what kind of porn are you watching?" Um, excellent memes (laughs) spark some excellent excellent memes um like my favorite one we have tractors that come in various different colors but our most popular is the 50 shades of gray range Um, (laughs) oh i haven't heard about the scandal this is hilarious oh this is this is so british it's hilarious he tried to cover it up and said he was looking at tractors because he's from the west country um oh it's not as funny as like we have a we have a con- we have a congresswoman right now that's on like the stand because she is trying to defend not getting uh kicked out of congress to be able to like redo it again because the insurrection on january 6th and she they just keep asking her questions she goes i don't recall and then she answered one of them and they go and she answered it incorrectly under oath and they're like let's show the tape oh wait 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 i oh, wait wait i meant and it's like oh my god lady wow who receipts when they come up this is the issue with those yeah. people well it's, it's entitlement um i was gonna say keith are you surprised that that guy stepped no because very... when, when it came out that he'd actually looked at the so i could understand I could understand. No, I can't understand. I don't even know why I'm trying to defend the fat bastard. Um, <laughs> Is he from if, your region? If, <laughs> Does he represent you? <laughs> no, he represents. Um, was it Tiverton and somewhere somewhere else in Somerset? Um, so he tried to fo- he tried to fob it off by saying, "Oh, it was just once. It was an accident. Whilst I was looking, I was on a page looking at tractors." Um, and but it turned out that he did it again. So what? as soon as as soon as that came out, it's like no, you're just a lying scumbag who was doing something dodgy when you shouldn't have been. I did not know that. Part. Oh my god! Sorry. Okay. Uh, you see, my methodology here was you know make excuses until the very end. Well, that's you what know. he tried to do. He tried to play the whole Boris Johnson card of oh, I've referred myself to the Parliamentary Standards Committee and I want to wait for the outcome of the investigation. But then it turned out that it's like no, you got so, you got spotted doing it. Multiple times, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to get through this, am I? He would have got called from. He would have got a call from Conservative Party head office, say, "Get out of this! You're causing too much problems, um, and your people are starting to read through the Boris Johnson defence because you're an idiot." 
So um, you, can, you and... completely skip the I'm going to see a psychiatrist phase, you know? Yeah, it, it, yeah, there was none of that. He said it was highly embarrassing, and um, it was it was most embarrassing for him and his family. He's like, I well, bet it was. yeah, that's that's not part of an apology, you absolute numpty. Oh, here's, right. Here's the, um, uh, sorry. Last thing. Here's the other PFP I have. It's a sorry, and then they say but right after it. Basically, what that means to me is you're not sorry. You're trying to make no. an excuse for why you are, quote unquote, yeah. sorry. And it's like no. You either be genuine sorry, and then you can explain why you did what you did, even though you feel bad about it. But saying but after it makes it just gut punch in the stomach of being like, yeah. I, yeah. So that's my Everything before the bus is bullshit. Exactly. That's what I believe. So well, Don't apologize unless you mean it. So I'm moving on to one of the most brilliant people who I know but isn't here. Um <laughs> Oh, you set me up for that one. Mitch, how are things in La La Land? Do you have your own sitcom yet? No, I wish. That would be great. Um, things are good. Things are really good. Um, I I did... Oh, well. I did finish one game in one night, which is this game, in one night. And I remembered why it That's was That's the order good. 1886 to everyone who's listening. There you go. Mm. I, I, I do have to switch this camera over so that when we put things to the screen, it actually flip-flops it. Remind me to do that in future casts for all of us. I'll just flip our, um, whatever you call it, flip our cameras. Um, just because I know we like to hold beers up to the screen and it always comes out funky because it's not in correct lining. Anyway, um, played that for uh, a focus. night. Huh? It's not in correct focus, but also focus. Oh, I didn't mean focus. I meant it wasn't incorrect. Uh, 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 Proportion. Pro- it, you can't I'm just read it. Keep saying words. Move on. Anyways, trying to come up with the word of the day again, Keith. Come on. Nope. You only you only get one shot at it. Uh, <laughs> so I I so I played that for uh, seven. I think I finished it in seven hours. I think I uh, playing that game. It reminded me though of like why I know people really didn't like that game, but then it also reminded me of why I really liked the game. So I'm still disappointed there's not a sequel because I feel as if this reminded me of, you know, there's a lot of games that remind me of Uncharted 1. And, you know, Uncharted 1's not a great game. It's just a good game. Good to, like, okay. Like, the basic mechanics are there. The The bones are really good. And it does make some mistakes because it's the first game they've ever made with that engine and all that kind of stuff. Uh and on the PS3 in general. So that's what I felt like the Order 1886 was. And they got the benefit of doubt of getting a sequel. Now I know Naughty Dog was owned by Sony at the time. Ready at Dawn is not owned by Sony. But I feel as if they should have deserved a second chance to like build upon what they did. Because I think they could have made something awesome. So um, you've thrown more money at worse projects. Exactly. That's why I was very shocked by that. But anyway, um, and then uh, the last this last weekend I've really been pushing to get horizon done i play a lot of um open world games where i try to do everything in the very beginning and then what happens is i get bogged down by all the stuff that i end up losing the premise of why i'm playing it in the first place and going like this game sucks it's so boring like i'm so frustrated this is so long it's gonna take forever and then I realized, oh, I just need to beeline the main story and find out that I'm like so high leveled that like I get through a lot of the main stuff so quickly. And I'm like, oh, it's so rewarding that I did like this. Um, 
but what I did was, is I've been playing all the side quests because I've heard great things about the side quest. One, two, I do need to keep leveling up as I go. And the side quests are really good. Um, they remind me of The Witcher 3, which is, I think the side quests in The Witcher 3 are better than the main story in so many ways. Like the main story in The Witcher 3 is Godsmack awful. Um, and, uh, so, but I but I really do enjoy the side quests. I think they have really interesting plot points, um, twists and turns. This one does similar things. Um, I don't I don't think they're as complex as The Witcher, but I think they're still really good. Um, have you come across any kind of out really wacky out there batshit crazy ones like there was in um, Zero Dawn? Because uh, one of the most memorable side quests in that game for me was the 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 hermit who you find who wants to become one with the machines and he does it by drinking their fluid and and you go out and get him stuff and oh, then he ends up killing himself no i didn't i haven't found any crazy ones um they've all been really interesting they've been multi-tiered which has been really cool so like you get one mission it leads to like i'll give you an example of one where i went to i got a uh Sometimes when you go to different outposts, there'll be like this person that gives you the rumor of like rumor has it, like check out this area and it and it'll mark it on your map and stuff, which is kind of cool. That's I do, a cool approach. Yeah. I prefer that kind of organic yeah. approach to open worlds rather than I mean you uh, can, his tower unlock everything. Right. And you can find it naturally or you can um or the rumor will tell you it. Like it's a good it's a good compromise for people that don't want to instantly go to the tall necks and then just unlock the tall neck because also in some aspects you can unlock the tall neck without certain tools or without certain uh um it, and the tall necks them, themselves are awesome because they also are not the same. It's not like you just climb to this point and then you climb the tall neck. Actually there is each tall neck has a different type of strategy of how you need to tackle the tall neck, which is very interesting I, I love it um one of them i had to like take anchors and basically anchor it down but then in between that time i had some combat scenarios of of uh, of uh, machines trying to take me out but anyway uh it's a good compromise in that way but like one of the side missions that was super interesting was like i went to a village i got a rumor that was told that the the, the village was i haven't heard from it in a while can you go check on it went to go check on it it's all flooded and then so you're finding groups of people being like, help me, can like, can you help us get access? And so like, I'm doing a lot of different cool things and not going to spoil some stuff because some of the stuff you do is pretty, pretty nifty. Um, and then one of them is like, hey, I'm looking for this specific person. Have you seen them? You end up finding them. I'm not going to say the end of it because it, it, it was interesting, but uh, but you found them. And literally that side mission took a good like 20 minutes. And it was it was a it was a mix of combat it was a mix of traversal it was a mix of puzzle solving it, it was really good i really really liked it so um i've been enjoying myself into some of the more colorful bugs that i've heard are in the game i think because i'm playing i, I i've waited so long to play i haven't ran into like some horrible ones i have ran into a few um you know there's obviously the 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 traversal which i think is like I appreciate them trying to expand the traversal, but in some ways I really don't like it. Um, I think in some ways it's really bad. Um, so by traversal, do you mean the the new elements that they brought in, like the gliding or the no, um, the climb, just the climbing. It's the climbing in general. It's more of that. Um, they changed the aspects of what you can climb to the actual surfaces, and but they're labeled and. 
Aloy sometimes won't hook on them correctly. Sometimes she'll miss them completely. Sometimes she'll bug out and kind of like twitch and not reach for the handle. Oh, I've seen some of those on. Yeah, it's just really inconsistent. And I do love the other ways they've expanded it. Like, I do love the grapple and I do love the glider. And I think they could have done that without expanding the climbing in certain ways. But I mean, in my mind, this game overall is kind of like, um, and I'm not done with it yet. I'm still. I don't know where I'm at, but I, I feel like I'm pretty far. I'm at level 32, so and I think you need to be about level 40 tops to be able to do the final boss, probably, if it's like the last game. So I'm, I'm three quarters of the way through. Um, so I, I, what I do think is like in my mind, I think this is Assassin's Creed 2. Like Horizon Zero Dawn was her, uh, was Assassin's Creed, and then this is the one everyone wanted it to be. Um, my biggest gripe with the game, though, is I think there's a lot going on and maybe maybe too much in the story. There's just a lot. There is, there's Silas. There's can't talk about this because I don't want to spoil it for people. I listened uh, to um, Evan and Otaps talking for far too long about the game, so don't <laughs> worry. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for the people listening, who are, uh, for the for our, our, our beautiful listeners. But uh, but th- there's I think there's about like four plots happening all at the same time and it's maybe just a little bit too much it's a little too busy it reminds me of that um oh i feel i feel horrible saying it like this but it's better than this but you know usually like the show that gets the first season greenlit it's really good and then they get then they're like oh you get a second season and it feels like the writers didn't know what to do yeah basically every show on the cw yeah, so so I feel as if this show has a little bit of that going on. It it's it's like there's so much going on. I almost wish they concentrated just to say, guys, you're getting a third season. Just narrow the scope a little bit more for me here. But I do like what I'm seeing overall. Is just I I get confused on names and the people and like the tribes and all that kind of stuff because there's too many of them and it's hard to keep track. I'm like, which one are you? Which tribe are you from? Like, I know what you look like, but where where do you fit in the scope of like the hierarchy and all that crap? I don't know, and that's the crazy part, and that's really hard for me to keep track of. So I I feel as if I I'm not consuming this plot like I should. That's all. But I, I really really like it. The story. Yeah, but I really like it. I really like it. Um, I still think it's better than the first one overall. So, important question: Do you now own a platinum trophy for the Order eighteen eighty six? That's an important question. I do not. Oh. Get back playing that goddamn game, then. Otherwise, <sighs> Liam and Evan will have no respect. I tried for to find all the collect. I have to look at what tra- uh, trophies I missed. I mean, there, there you was just collect the chapters and go and get them that way. I, I, could... I, I believe it's very easy. To... Well, I mean, two of the chapters technically you like wouldn't it, have it to might, even because they're just cutscenes. <laughs> it might take you just like an extra hour of gameplay. It's I, pretty. Yeah, fun. I just the crazy part is on the trophy. Well, uh, the one that if I don't, I'll go back and look. But if I don't have the the um a trophy for collect for seeing all the collectible like all the pickups for looking at them i probably won't go back because there's no way to track which ones i grabbed and which ones i didn't so i have to go through the entire game picking up every single collectible again because i tried to do that well, if know. you want respect from evan and liam 
that's something that you'll need to do. Who says I'm always back? I was sad that <laughs> I that as well. You could always take that approach. I, I, was sad I, that I really I want respect from Evan and Liam, but I'm taking. The I'm key- not willing <laughs> to play through that goddamn game again. I'm again. taking the Keith approach and saying, and saying, "F it." Yeah. How are you doing, Liam? Oh uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I, I was just saying that um, I, I was sad that I missed the episode where everybody decided to um, go on about how underrated the Order Eight and Six is. Um, because yeah, it's sad I, that you missed that because we're not going to revisit it. No, no, no. Do you want? Can't. Do you want to? Do you want to give your cliff notes? Well, no, 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 no. I, I don't. But I'll just say that um, I had a very satisfying um, time with that game, just because I bought it for forty pounds at launch, uh, played it. Platinum that literally in a couple of days <laughs> and then resold it for 32 pounds. So it literally cost me eight quid to buy that game. I mean, um, I had no complaints um, when I bought it full price. I had no complaints. Oh, no, but but it's nice to, you know, it's nice to gain, yeah. have a huge gain like that, you know, eight quid for all of that. I still would have bought it full price and, and would have been fine if I hadn't have sold it, but it feels good if you're just paying eight quid for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Um, I was saying before the show that that I, I, I'm taking a break from playing like a brand new game, just because um, I, I after finishing Elden Ring, which I loved, um, you drank I don't the Kool-Aid, really want everybody. Stuff. You drank the Kool-Aid. yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I've always been in the Kool Aid of these. He, sh- he showered in the Kool Aid. Mm. El- Elden Ring was special though. Um, now, now the question I, I is, really... which which flavor Kool Aid is Elden Ring? Oh, that's hard for me to nice say. Not American. <laughs> I mean, do they have um, Kool Aid in in the UK? No. no. Oh, no really? Talking about. When people say Kool Aid, we just think of that, um, which wasn't even the drink that the people drank to kill themselves at that cult thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I will have to, after yeah. this. I will show you. Do you know what Kool Aid is? Have you seen Kool Aid before? Like not in person, but like have you seen it on the internet before? Roughly, I know what it is. It's just kind of powder you mix with. Water and Have you seen the Kool Aid Man? Yes. Okay. I've oh, also yeah. seen the Kool Aid Man. I think of when I think of Kool-Aid. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage on Death Battle. Okay. Well, I'm going to say just because it's a Souls game, I'm going to go with a Cherry Kool Aid. He, he's drenching himself in the Cherry Kool Aid. Fair enough. I mean, if, if I had to pick one, I, I, I would say maybe it's a nice lemon and lime, you know? I don't think there's it's a lemon nice. and lime Kool Aid. <laughs> Well, tastes like lemon and lime. <laughs> well, if there was, Souls fans would think it was the best. Right, moving on. Um, but but I, I would say that, that I, I think it was definitely the best Souls game I've played. Um, and, you know, because I, I don't agree with everybody that Bloodborne's like the best Souls game. My personal favourite is Dark Souls 3. Um, but, but this game is just great. And, and um, it's hard. I took a break because I didn't want to directly compare what I um, what I would play next uh, directly with Elden Ring because I think I would be a bit unfair to it. So instead, I just got on my PlayStation Three, um, uh, reinstalled a bunch of games, and just decided to play like Motorstorm Apocalypse, and um, I even played Little Big Planet for a little bit. Um, a couple of other games, uh, most recently. You know, you, you could there was you could have played some different indie games. You could have played. Quite a lot that wouldn't have given you the, given you the same experience. Well, of... um, actually, Keith, what, what you'll find is I, I felt like getting my PlayStation Three out for, just just because Sony 
won't deliver backwards compatibility that isn't through the cloud. <laughs> and that's the only reason. Yeah. What are you talking about? I, I you just... could download PS3 games to, to your PS4? No, you can't. They're PS... Oh, sorry. Thing in PS2, my bad. Yeah. Yes, and for, for balance, here we go. For balance, damn you, Game Pass, for not telling me that Streets of Rage was going to leave. And then when I tried to play it this afternoon after lunch, it says, please sign in with an account where you own this application. Welcome to Netflix. Bastards. Oh. Also for balance, Square Enix is shit. Right, beers. Right, be- well, do you have a beer? I do. I have two. Okay. Um, Once you're done with your beer, I forgot. I have to. I have to. I forgot one thing. I meant forgot to mention. I. I, I, I just want to say, Keith. I think we could have a whole conversation about how shit Marvel's Avengers is, and then you could just go and for balance, Square Enix is shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you have to say and for balance, Tomb Raider is pretty good. No, no, no. Square Enix is shit. As a, as a company, Square Enix is shit. Right. So I have this, which might be a bit difficult for you to see. No, we can see it. So for people wow. nice. for people listening, this is from a brewery in London called Anspach and Hobday. And it's a, a kind of old-fashioned, very kind of bluey purple and gold label, which I loved. I saw this in the shop and thought, I've got to get that. Um, the style of the beer is a London ESB, which stands for Extra Strong Bitter. We definitely shop with our eyes. Uh, yes, you do. So there's that one, which is 5.5% ABV. Um, or I have bright and colourful Dag Mango, Mango Pale Ale. Um, and this is from Denmark, from Frieger. I'm not even, it's going to be Frieger Brewery, but I'm not going to even try and pronounce that <laughs> in Danish. Um, so... What what do you think first? This one's four percent ABV and it's going to be fruity. So I'm guessing I would go the fruit beer first, just because it's smaller. Fruit first. Uh, oh, then... size size matters not. Yeah. Judge me by my size, do you? <laughs> Liam, do you got a beer? Um, nah, no, that's no, okay. That's okay. I don't I have one either. I leave German beers the other day though. That's okay. I got my I got my spot on my. Uh, lucky dog in the fridge, but I'm not bringing it out because it's so early in the morning. But I forgot to mention one last thing. It's been a busy weekend for me, fellas, because I also got to finish the series, which now is listed as my third favorite show of all time because they finally finished the show, and that is Ozark. It it launched its final part of the final season, and it is fucking amazing. It is one of the oh, you, greatest you, shows I've ever seen. It is it is that you like, good. You like the ending? Do you like the ending? I do. Ah, awesome. I That's really good. do. Um, so some, some people have compared the ending to The Sopranos in, in a good way, and I mm-hmm. really, really like it. I really, really like it. Um, so I tried it, to watch three episodes of Ozark, realized that I didn't like any of the characters at all, so I never went back to it. Got, that's, the, that's the point. You, you keep going. Keep going. Like it they come off as so unlikable and that's kind of the point, but then just keep watching. I really highly recommend you keep watching. It is now on my list of hierarchy of top three shows of all time is Buffy, the vampire slayer. It is South park. And now it is Ozark. It is better than breaking bad. It is trying to people, people compared it to trying to do breaking bad, but I think is doing breaking bad better. And in a different way. It is so good. In some ways. 
more more consistently good than Breaking Bad, I would say. Um, I think the way they handled the last, well, it's only four seasons. That's the other thing. It's four seasons, mm. so good. It it doesn't have any lulls. It it's they finished it how they wanted to finish it. They wanted it done on a fourth season. Um, it's oh, so good. It's just I I literally binged it for a night, like night into the morning. That's what I did. Is all I did was watch Ozark. I couldn't stop watching. It was so good. Please go watch it. It's amazing. Uh, how are the beer? Maybe. It's surprisingly delicious. It's got this. I wasn't expecting this kind of creaminess to it. Oh, it's got a really a really nice mouthfeel, um, and like a, a, um, a slight like a cream soda type type taste to it after okay. you get the initial fruit hit. Oh, okay, I dig oh, it. I dig it. That sounds like my kind of beer. It's surprisingly hoppy as well, so it's not like a really light fruit beer where it's just all fruit and mm-hmm. no nothing else. It's um it's got some complexity to it that i would that i would drink another one of oh, okay. straight away after finishing the first one and okay. that's a seal of approval from womble ding um moving on moving on so it's it's that time of the month pinch punch first of the month um which means we do a review of my arbitrary pick of some of the top gaming news stories of the previous month um so and I, I should make these more interesting rather than just let's talk about the news i come up with some rather daft and, and cryptic clues to see if people can get them so mitch starting with you what am i talking about here ceo nft omg that is a, a sir a square of enix <laughs> Yes, who, it is. Who, who, stated, who stated that they are in the NFT business. They want in. That it is the future. They just, everyone else is too dumb to see it. We know where the future is. And not only that, we're, 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 we're too smart to say that our games should be for Japanese people. Even though most of our game sales happen in the West. Hmm? Yes, this is the story of Yusuke Matsuda doubling down. Is he doubling down or trebling down? How many statements uh, has he made I about NFTs? Th- I think I he's doubling. Quadrupling down at this point. Uh, he's infinite down. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll bet the whole Square business on on NFTs. Square Enix goes I, I down like... via NFTs blowback. <laughs> well, I'd like to see what his NFT portfolio is like because no one else seems to care that much. Even even EA have pulled back on NFTs, but but EA is not square. Yeah, but EA really 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 love money, and if they could find any way of gouging players for a, f- a few more bits of coin, they'd find a way to do it. And even EA um, have pulled back on NFTs. Um, yes, I also loved the the loved in inverted commas. Um, the comments about Japanese studios making games for Japanese people. I, but I, I, I I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a weird stand on this one. But uh, let's, I'm assuming we want to tackle these separately. I have a weird stand on that comment. But anyway, uh, let's go to the NFT one first, right? What well, do you do? You think? Well, you, let's tackle the the second one first. Um, okay. Do you think there was an element of being lost in translation? I, I kind yes. a little bit, um, because I think. Like Square Enix 
ha- is is a known Japanese developer. I mean, they've they've been making Japanese games for years, and there is an a certain there's a certain style, there's a certain aesthetic to a Japanese game that makes it unique that people love, and you know they they is an example of this one is I forgot what the studio is called. Um, it was like Square Three or something like that. It's the one that's just making their small games that are Japanese turn based RPGs. And uh, oh, I forgot what titles they made recently. Um, God, I wish I went to go look this up beforehand. But like, well, you didn't know what was my my might have asked, so you would have been <laughs> searching for a while. But anyway, um, I they 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 are making games that I think people want to play. I think people do find Japanese games fascinating and do want to play them. And yes, they do. The bit that I found the bit that I found confusing. I don't necessarily disagree with the comment that he made is that yes you should focus if you believe that there is a specific audience who like a specific thing yes you should make that thing for that audience what i didn't understand is the the seeming total lack of regard for the wider consumer base i, I think there is a, I, you lot are no i you I, lot are irrelevant thank you very much no even though we're making forspoken which is more yeah. of a western style jrpg that, that was the thing that really confused me about it because he's not undermining the no. the game that his studio is going to be putting out in a few months time no not at all um you can also see as square enix has an advanced portfolio of western studios they make western games like it it only is just he's just only saying like we want we want the studio to be able to focus on japanese games made for for the type that are the Japanese audience, for people like me who are fascinated by Japanese things and Japanese games and Japanese media and all that kind of stuff that I would want to play it, right? This is where I think the element of Lost in Translation might yes, come in because that didn't come across in the statement. That's what I felt um, like the statement was meaning more than what people were grabbing from because people are just trying to grab and make a headline out of it. But Liam, you were going to say I, something. I, I think it was a bit lost in translation. And I also think that the... Um, I think the CEO is a bit wish-washy on everything as well. I think he sort well, of we says... we don't need to say for balance, Square Enix are shit. <laughs> yeah, Square Enix are shit. And I think he's saying things, and he hasn't even thought fully through exactly what he's saying. Because when he said it, I thought, oh, he's talking about IDOS and, and the European arm of the company. Well, not European, I guess Western arm of the company. Um, you know, which I think they're probably going to sell at some point, maybe. Um... But um, he sort of went on and started going on about uh, how we can't do FPS games as well as the Western market and things like that. And I was like, oh, well, okay, then maybe they're kind of learning from some of their prior experiences done, you know, trying to make certain FPSs that are just terrible, you know, because it's sort of like, I don't know, I feel like it's something Capcom are very good at, which is making games that are sort of, I guess, appreciative of Western culture. Are still very Japanese, as opposed to um, Resident Evil, pretty much, which is pretty no. Resident Evil is known to American culture in a lot of ways. Yeah, but it's not a Japanese game. It's a Western game. It's very much a Western style game. Nah, Resident Evil is as Japanese and B. It's just like Western culture for a Japanese lens. Mm. I kind of see where Liam's coming from. I I, I get what I I can see where you're coming from, but I think. I get what I see where you're coming from, but I think they, as they, the, they, as the, as they, it has, they, they, they literally said that that was their like um, 
what they were going for essentially multiple times i'd like to see that i don't i don't i i don't i i don't yeah i mean in my mind i think if anything they've gone more i think they've gone more western especially with the type of people they've brought in as the series has grown sure could that been where they started yes but that is not where they are now well i was sort of talking about the inception of the franchise oh but like but like but we're talking about like right now this is what um this is what oh in the studio i'm thinking of is tokyo rpg factory um from square enix that is focused on making specifically um rpgs jrpgs like a terrible name for a studio well they made um they they made the i am sensuna is one of their one of their titles but anyway um it does, when I hear that it, name, it doesn't give me good connotations about the quality of the product that they might be churning out. It they, makes me think they're churning out. I, I, to my knowledge, all their games have came out were pretty good. Um, not not this is, bangers. This is the man who unashamedly hates JRPGs. In, well, uh, and out also, of our group. well, and then also like uh, Keith, these these are small titles. Like these are um, these are uh, these are ones that could run on the Switch. Like they're they're very they're they're up in they're top down JRPGs. Like they okay. would remind you of playing Final Fantasy VII back on the PS One era. That's kind of what they were the style. Um, but oh, anyway, I don't, I don't want to dwell too much on this. I know, so Mitch, I know. you wrap us up and then introduce NFT Gate. Okay, volume uh, two. But I mean, the main part, like I, like the only thing I would agree with you, Liam, on Capcom would be it would be Devil May Cry. I think that is more of a japanese game trying to be more japanese with some hints of western culture built into it because they're going for the action movie type style but it is very japanese overall oh Um, there's a slice of pizza hiding his private bits (laughs) but uh but yeah i I just think overall they like that's the only thing i wanted to say but i i think that i think that it was just misconstrued and i think people just made it to make a, a a headline because i don't think he really means they're only making these games for Japanese audiences because also Japanese audiences like Western things. So also, you, you should point together. out when, when he says he's making things for Japanese audiences, maybe he means that when he make when they make things for Japanese audiences, they they the the sort of other audiences around the world sort of take to that because they want games that are made for Japanese audiences. I, I, mean, I don't I, know. I mean, people kind of hard. Yeah, people find inspirations and find other cultures fascinating to the point they want to play things or drink. Heck, heck, I drink things from, I I buy ramen from not American grocery stores. I buy ramen from our Asian grocery store here here in LA because I want to eat the the stuff that they eat there because it's better. Like, and and that's well, okay. You've got, well, you've got Danish breweries making mango flavored pale ales. Um, Denmark not known for its mango growing. So to NFTs. Yes, NFTs. Or as we like to call them on here, no fucking thank yous. <laughs> I, I need to remember that. That's quite Yeah, that's, that's my favorite one. I think mm. I'm going to use that yeah, one too. I, I, did, I did that when um, I logged into our Twitter account and it came up as saying um, oh, Twitter users can, can buy NFTs. So I said NFT stands for no fucking thanks. Is that, um, uh, is that and, what Elon Musk is going to do when he first acquires Twitter? Is just like... No fucking thank you. 
Well, you know, but, Twitter already has NFTs integrated into it. Yeah, it does. And that's what, that's what I picture. tweeted back at. And you wouldn't believe the number of people contacting us saying, do you want NFTs? I'm an NFT creator. <laughs> um, so did you even read the tweet? No, you fucking didn't. Right. Um, Mitch, NFTs and Square Enix. It's the wrong business Doubling move. down. It's the wrong business move. I get why they're trying to do it. I get trying to make fetch happen, but it's not going to happen. Um, I think if if it's the wrong audience to try to make it happen, that's what I should say. There is an audience for NFTs. It's for people that are not very, uh, it's not, but for the technology type people that we are, it is not for us because we know exactly what it is. We know, we we talk to each other. We are very verbatim in the world of technology. And so it is the wrong audience to try to sell to. I get if Square Enix would try to put it on like a basic mobile game, maybe they'll have some success with that and maybe that's what they're veering towards. But if they put NFTs in a AAA game, ooh, they are going to get eaten alive and i would not be shocked actually you know what i wouldn't be shocked by maybe they're making this move because of their marvel agreement they have right now like what if there are built-in marvel nfts from disney that they disney wants some nfts uh to be sold onto their marvel properties to make more money like who knows like that could do love money that could oh. be like what if that's the thing what if the next kingdom hearts has Disney NFTs in them that Disney wants to have them sell. And maybe maybe it's not a push of Square Enix thinks NFTs are the future, but they have to save face so they could use Disney as a brand with their with their games because they are closely associated with Disney. I don't think that if the first game if the first game that has NFTs is either a Marvel game or a Kingdom Hearts game. I'm telling you, it's Disney. It's not Kingdom. It's not. It's not Square Enix that wants the NFT. But the, the in the statement, um, he was clear to say that he believes that NFTs could be used as a vehicle to encourage uh, um, people to make more content for ongoing games. Um, that's that's not his exact words or, or the exact translation. If you want, sure. to, if you want to find that, go and find it. I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be for a basic audience of like mobile I, I mean i can maybe see that work in the japanese market because of the mobile market but i don't see them in triple a ends up being in square and um in final fantasy i can see it getting some more traction but outside of that yeah i i think that people are just going to let this thing die please just lock it in a room yeah forget about it they're pretending it he never said it yeah yeah. So maybe this is part of their grand plan to revive Babylon's fall after its immediate <laughs> death after release. You know, NFTs going to res- resurrect Babylon's fall from the ashes. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And on that note, the note of death, we shall move on. Uh, Liam, which company wasn't backwards in bringing an announcement forwards? Mm. Well, wait, say that again. <laughs> which company wasn't backwards? In bringing an announcement forwards. Oh, Nintendo, but Xenoblade played Chronicles 3 being brought forward, I assume. Yes, it is. In the, the shocking event, um, the, a game announcement release date actually got brought forward for once rather than pushed back. Um, uh, that's, that's the boring part of the story. What, Liam, what new story hit two days later? Two days later, that Splatoon was coming out in September in the same release date. No, nope. Splatoon three. 
That was something that happened, though. It was something that happened. But Mm. why do you think Nintendo maybe made some announcements about release dates around about the same time that another new story broke? Oh, (laughs) Um, because of the um, them trying to stop. Well, it might have been two things actually. One of them was them trying to stop uh, people from unionizing their company, um, and the other one was uh, basically worker abuse, wasn't it? it? Both part and parcel of the same thing. But yes, you're on the ah. right lines. Nintendo of America had a formal complaint lodged um, with the National Labor Relations Board over the treatment of contracted workers. Oh, um, quick, quick, quick connection to our past story. Reggie Fizeme, from former head of Nintendo of America, made a statement saying NFTs are the future of games. Oh, Reggie. Go back to Pizza Hut, you bastard. (laughs) Where's where's that money coming from to pay for him to say that? Um, Yeah, so a a contractor who'd been on the books with Nintendo of America for five years um, was never made... Um, an offer of permanent employment or long-term contract. So on a rolling contract for five years, um, they try allegedly they tried to join the union to get better working conditions for themselves and other contracted workers, and they were immediately terminated. Mm. Um, Nintendo said that they were terminated on the breach of NDA, but what else are you going to say other mm. than, yeah, we got rid of them because they tried to unionize. We don't want that shit happening. Um, but the complaint, some of the things that were mentioned in the complaints were contracted workers weren't treated in the same way. So if there were corporate activities, all of the Nintendo employees could go on all of those, um, but the contracted employees had to stay in the office and work. Um, If they wanted to go, um, they wouldn't get paid, whereas full-time employees would. And so there was a basis for this contracted worker to approach a union to say, is there an opportunity of unionizing um, and was fired for it. You may see a theme running through today's quiz. Yeah, that's a tricky part of a contract worker um, in the games industry in general. Um, now, in in defense, not in defense, because I am not a fan of the contract working, but um, some companies do invite contract workers to get involved in the extracurriculars and will still pay them just to be fair and balanced here about that those kinds of situations so um yeah, in, N- nintendo so the takes difference... nintendo's the opposite which is the no fun clause in the contract and some companies do allow you to take part in sanctioned events within the company even though you're not a full-time employee and they still pay you during that time and they make you feel welcomed and that's so there's a there's a law in the UK called statutory employment rights, which is if you are contracted to work in the same role for the same company for 24 months, you are by law obliged to be treated and given the same contractual terms as someone who's been permanently employed by that company. Oh, that's awesome. Um, um, so there is more protection here than this mm-hmm. uh, than was granted to these contractual contracted employees yeah, at Nintendo we, of America. Yeah, in America we have gig and contract work is can be very rough because there's there's not a lot of extra benefit and there and it, there isn't something like what you have listed which is like after 24 months you automatically become a basically a full-time employee. 
we don't have anything like that here in America. So, <clears throat> right, Mitch, which Meta COO covered up for the CEO they were under the covers with? <laughs> I don't know. I don't pay attention to the to the to the robot that is Zuckerbot. Um. So. Liam, do you want to have a, a random guess? I, I, I don't know. I, when you said meta, I, I thought of Facebook, but then I thought, are you talking about somebody who speaks in the meta? Does this involve Elon Musk in some way? <laughs> no, it doesn't involve Elon Musk. Um, this oh. is the story that Sheryl Sandberg twice used her position um, when she was employed um, as an executive in the world's second biggest advertising company to leverage the Daily Mail in the UK to not report that an ex-girlfriend of billionaire devil-horned bag of shite Bobby Kotick had taken oh, out a wow. restraining order against him. Whoa. So the um, Bobby Kotick and Sheryl Sandberg were dating for a period of time, and twice during their relationship in 2016 and 2019, she leveraged using her power as an executive of this advertising company for the online platform of the Daily Mail, not to report that Bobby Kotick's ex-girlfriend had taken out a restraining order against him. Oh, that's... So anyone who wants to champion for the rights of billionaires, fuck off. They have got enough people and enough money to do that for themselves. No one should champion billionaires. And Microsoft true. should be ashamed to give him a golden parachute. I, I'm... I'll just say, um, I think I think that there needs to be more of a distinguishment between what Microsoft is doing and what they simply can't do in this situation. You know, well, the, the contractual no. terms of, of his golden parachute were agreed between the executive board of Activision Blizzard King and the shareholders of Activision, Activision Blizzard King. Microsoft cannot interfere with that, otherwise they would be in breach of contract. Yeah, but... Not to mention, but in, in doing it, they, they give him a golden parachute because they. It doesn't ah, matter that no, they. Uh, no, that no, 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 hold, hold on. I, it doesn't matter. Is like in the context, he wouldn't have that much of a payout if he didn't have Microsoft buy them out. That's the point. Microsoft in in in, they are not. They are indirectly giving this man a golden parachute. They if well, they did not give him the money, he would not have the golden parachute. He would, Mitch, because they would have sold to Facebook or Tencent or NetEase. And all of them, and right. I would be ashamed of those too. That's, I, I don't, no, no, I don't you, care. You, you I can't, don't care. Liam, frankly, Liam, sorry, Some, to, to, to wrap up Mitch's point, is there are two yeah. elements to this. Something can be legal, it can also be shit. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what I mean. That's, that's, that's where we that's, are with it's this. Totally fair. It's totally fair for me to, to put shame on Microsoft for... Doing oh, something legal and it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't think they deserve any shame. Yeah, it's it's un, it's unfortunate that their action in buying them has resulted in a contractual clause that was already agreed and outside of their control. And if I in a lot that, of cases, I say in a lot of cases, I see Microsoft as rescuing all of the employees of Activision Blizzard from the terrible management that they've been. Well, this, is, this is where Mitch well, says well, terrible management. Have you seen, have you seen 343 Industries? Have you seen 343 Industries? All of those people have jobs. They're paid well and they're not abused. Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, difference. To, to what we know of. 
we we can't state we and that's for every well, company we cannot well um not no, none of, none of um, microsoft first party studios or even third party are thinking about unionizing where if you've got multiple yeah. studios and and um development groups within abk who want to unionize but uh, but i'm just i'm just saying it's it's you know I, I get it's, the business decision. It's the right business decision. I just think if if I read from if I was me reading that and I was the CEO, I and I had unlimited amounts of money and it didn't matter if we did this deal or not. If I read that he was getting a golden parachute from the board, I would have pulled out of the deal. I would have been like, screw it, I'm not doing this deal. I'm not giving I'm not allowing you to get a golden parachute. Yeah, morally. I think you'd have a, a platform to stand on. However, I think for economically, you'd then be ousted from your position in the, that organization because you you would be the, your fiduciary duty. You'd be failing in it. Um, and a uh, lot of shitty things happen because people hide, hide behind fiduciary duty. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I, I, and I, I, I find I, I'm fine getting fired I, for doing the right thing and people would hire me for it. I'd also like to say that um, I, I think there's also this other battle going on in the games industry right now. But we're trying to protect all of these workers and these IPs from, quite frankly, uh, other less, well, other more nefarious interests. And and, and I, I do think Ooh, there's like Elon Musk. when it comes to that as well. Well, you know, as a matter of perspective. No, uh, I, know, I would Elon never Musk. trust anyone who's named after a bad smell. I, I I like Elon Musk. I don't love him, and I certainly don't trust him. But I like him. <laughs> I mean, he you're he's likable because you yeah, really don't like you really don't we do really don't know him. You can't really say we like him. He's, he's uh, likable no. on TV or whatever. We we don't know any billionaires, and quite frankly, uh, anybody that puts all of their trust in someone like that and thinks that they're going to give them exactly what they want are going down the wrong tree because he could turn around the very next day. And give them exactly what they don't want. Yeah, if we trust billionaires to solve our all our problems of the world, our world would be shit. Because uh, most theirs of them would be spectacular. Um, right, yeah, moving theirs would be on. Great. Talking, we would all be shit. shit. Talking of spectacular, <laughs> I've lost who I'm meant to be talking to. Um, Liam, Liam, I'll just come to you. Um, oh Liam. no, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's Liam because he he had to guess. Liam, who's Pay rise is being painted as a union failing. A union fail at somebody's pay rise. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I have heard this though. Anything? Oh wait, the way actually. Hmm. It's got to be no. Bobby Kotick getting a, getting a, yeah, a, I, I a second golden Bobby parachute. Kotick as well, getting a second golden I, I, parachute. I, they did allow some union action in their company. So Phil Spencer said, here you go. Take your second one. I gave you one already. Take your second one. <laughs> so, Mitch, um, since Liam obviously doesn't know, do you want to have a guess? I have no idea. <laughs> right. So this is the story that QA testers at ABK um, are all getting. Oh, $3 sorry. sorry. An hour pay yes, they are gonna, they're all going to be paid at 20 bucks an hour. Um, they're all getting full-time employ employment with benefits. Correct. Yes, I did read about uh -huh. this, but I don't know the but part. I, I think you only get oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, if you're not part of the union, union correct. Yes. Right. How <laughs> how much more blatant can you get um, 
in terms of trying to paint this as anti-union. Well, it's it's. I wonder what Phil Spencer will do once this pops up. Is he going to pay them all? Yeah, well, you have to because the contracts, the contractual arrangements would already have been agreed. No, no, um, I, so, no, I, no. I mean, once Phil takes over, will he pay the union workers the same rate? Um, well, that's, that's going to be that's going to be his first that's going to be his first test about this whole unionizing around him when he picks up all these studios. Right. So there's two things about this, which is people are trying to paint this as being, oh, the union have failed because the people who joined the union aren't getting the same pay deal. That's completely the wrong end of the stick. No, they're succeeding. They're succeeding because in, in if they some hadn't way. unionized, no, they wouldn't have got offered the pay rise. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Um, it's like a double-edged sword. Um, well, and also I got to say, legally-wise, that technically they have. It's it's not when it's if it still has to pass the exchange commission. Well, one one of them, one of the is it Raven Software have been given granted permission to unionize. No, 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 no. I, I I'm speaking and Microsoft taking over for um taking on Activision Blizzard. They still have one more step to go. They haven't passed yeah. the exchange commission. They just passed the stakeholders meeting. Um so it's if not not when. Um but anyways, if I'm curious how he's going to handle it. But um yeah, it, it, it's a tricky part. It's a yes, they did get the pay raise because there was the unionizing of workers, but also at the same time, it will also be interesting because this, this is just an interesting place to be in general. And for someone like Phil Spencer, if everything goes through and he does take over all of all of Activision Blizzard King ABK, it will be very interesting how he handles the union because there's there they're right now at a very interesting point in the union right now which is they have unionized now they have to agree to a contract and the difference is these companies especially big multi-billion dollar and multi-million dollar companies tend to drag these out for so long they can drag these out for years without getting a contract without getting an agreement they have no there's no legal obligation to say you have to have the contract done by this time after you unionize there is no there is no timetable so unions sometimes last for years without having a contract. So it'll be very interesting to see how if it does drag and Golden Shooted, ashamed Bobby Kotick, doesn't find a way to agree with these employees. And it gets a bag of shite. I take some issue with him being ashamed. I don't think he'd ever be that. But anyways, <laughs> and if it gets transferred and if it, nothing happens, it gets transferred over to Phil Spencer. I'm very curious on how that will be handled. If he's okay. going to end uh, it very quickly, is he going to let it keep going further? I don't know. The board, board of ABK are dragging this out until the merger, until the acquisition goes through. It's not a merger acquisition. Um, and then the reason that they're doing that is that's that's Phil's problem. And I can absolutely think from the stories that you don't hear about Microsoft and do hear about Microsoft that they pay well, they're inclusive, um, and they, um, but that's a, there's a difference. This is a union. It doesn't matter as long if you go into. I've I've dealt with unions in my work, and as long as you go in and deal in good faith, then you're you're open and honest, um, which is an overused term for lying and bullshit. Um, 
but if you do go in in good faith, you will you will get a good deal for both you as an employer and um, them as a representative body. And the only the only times that I've found it to be, I mean, can be supremely challenging, is when the union representatives dig their heels in and just refuse to negotiate. That's that's the only time that um, I've ever had any difficulty with um, dealing with unions. But most of the time, they're they're there for the benefit of the wider group of the their representative body. Um, so I can't. I, they want a good deal for their workers, their co-workers who aren't unionised have been offered that. Their base point now is we want that deal. And then if they say we want that deal plus, but what they can do is say we want that deal plus for all of the workers, not just us. And that's, the, and that's where the, the leverage on behalf of the employees comes in. Um, I, I don't know the... I, don't know enough about labor laws in the US that how long they would allow this to drag on for. But if I were in Phil's position, I would say go and get a deal done. I don't well, um, it will be send, send someone in who knows enough about the situation that, that that can deal with them directly and just say get a deal done. Here's here's within the realms of possibility that we would want to agree something. If you agree it within that, fine, just get a deal done. If it's anything outside of that then we might have to think again but i can't think that this group of individuals who seem to be reasonable in just asking for better pay security and conditions are going to say suddenly i said no we want everyone to have a, a hot tub that they can work from um and we want champagne on tap and um we want we want all of our salaries quadrupled i don't well, i don't see any of that i i get that but i think the big difference here is I'm just looking this up right now just to so I'm getting my facts straight. There is no... Like, this is the first video game union. Mm -hmm. And in, in the tech world in general, they I just look up statistics. It's like less, less than 7% of the entire tech industry has a union. I, I, I could list... Like, right now, in the U.S., there's only about 10 unions in the tech world. This is very different. This is this is very new to the tech industry. And I'm very curious and just being this is going to set a precedent that potentially could have other places, other places, not saying like all of a sudden everyone's going to union tomorrow, but it does set a precedent of what unions will be in the future in the games world or in the tech market. What, and so I think, what what I, I, I'm, hold on, I, 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 but I think what, it, what I'm trying to say is I'm very interested to see what Phil does because it, he has to be very careful here too. Because what if he sets this this precedent that all these other companies can't hold up to, it could get very messy very quickly all around the industry. That's all. That's um, all I'm just trying to say. At a simplistic level, they're, they're, they're unionizing because of a failure of management. So if you can step in and say, here's how we want to deal with you, uh, not just as the representative union, which in a in a another statement from abk they said we don't want all of our staff to be beholden i think they said beholden or i might be paraphrasing um editorializing even um beholden to the whims of 10 percent of the workforce but 10 percent of the workforce is basically a hundred percent of all your qa testers at raven who you treated like shit um so what going back to the point is 
they're unionizing because of a failure of management. If you can send someone in and say, this is how we do things and we don't want any of the experiences that you had previously to be replicated, um, I, the, the, the idea of a union isn't inherently bad. And I don't think it's something to be to this big bogeyman in the cupboard of America. Is you've you've had unions for donkey's years. Let, it's just most of them being run by the mob. Let me just push back just slightly because I think um, I think the approach you're thinking of may be a little incorrect. In in this in this case, part of the reason yes is bad management, but I think also the partial reason is it's about them being contract workers and not full time employees because they work full time. And they're contracted and that's a huge thing like this this adjustment of making all uh bg bg b blizzard bag activision bak sorry bak i already forgot the acronym but anyways um making them uh making all i'm the one he's been drinking by the way not mitch he's just (laughs) been drinking coffee uh tea technically um but anyway uh um by doing that, they made a, all their employees full time. That is, that is huge. That is huge in this industry. Even Microsoft has contract workers. Like this entire games industry for the for the low end are all contract workers. Now, in this change of having these these all employees become all full time, along with the union, that's part of the reason why they did it too, was because some of them were promised full-time employment and they're like, F you, we're going to fire a bunch of people, all that kind of stuff. It's that, because it's, it's, it's not the failure of management. Fully. They lied to their employees. But let me just, I'm almost done. It's that, it's that, yes, it is. Part of it is the, I'm not denying that there's the failure of management, but it's because they're contracted, puts them at risk to be able to be let go so quickly and so easily in a snap of a finger when they are so when there's so much value to them being there that I think okay. that it could change everything in that context which in the context of being full time and I think that's one I thing that every union is going to push for. Yeah. I understand all. what you're getting at. I don't think that you've got enough and this is I'm I mean this with absolute respect. I don't think you've got enough understanding of how unions actually work. Um, to because technically, someone someone from a different company um, across the other side of America could technically join that union, unless unless there are some different laws in in the U.S. that I'm not aware of. So um, I believe it is separated by like there are there is, is it state state based. Well, there's <laughs> chapters. There's chapters, and the chapters are by state. But there, there is a union that can cover, that can help represent people. But their contracts are all different. They're not the same contracts. So, in how how it would work in the UK, and then I'll we'll we'll allow Liam to talk. Um, um, how it work would work in the UK? Say if um. Liam, give me a name of a UK-based studio because I've just gone blank. Rocksteady. Um, so if Rocksteady's QA testers wanted to unionise and set up a, um, a, a Q, specific QA testers union, anyone who was a QA tester at all, whether you were a full-time or contracted worker, could join that union. 
and they could re be represented by that union. So your contractual status is um, not um, exclusive. It, it doesn't exclude you in any way from joining the union. But obviously, I'm sure I'm sure that the labour laws in the US are going to be much more complicated than it would be here. Equally, if there were a um, I don't know a UK-based texture designers union or a um, graphic artists union, exactly the same. If you're if you're full-time employed by a company, you could join. If you're contracted and you, or even if you're freelance, you can still join the union as long as you're paying in to be a member of that representative body. So that's how it would work here. I'm just assuming that US and lawyers, it's going to be more complicated. As, uh, I'll just say that someone had to be Matt today, and I think it was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to be Matt sometime. Exactly. Um, I, I, I think, because uh, I'm, I'm more on... on uh, I understand what you're trying to say, Mitch, but... but... I'm more with um, Gwumble on this. Uh, but the thing is, I think we're over complicating an issue at Activision Blizzard that's actually pretty simple. You know, they started a union because Activision just doesn't treat contract workers fairly. Like, those people are advocating for becoming full time workers because Activision can't be trusted to treat them well. Like, they, they made a whole bunch of people, like, basically upend their whole lives and travel across the country to work at Raven. On the and promise then, of better terms and conditions. On the promise that they'd have full-time work. Yeah. And they just fired them. And that's despicable. And it, it, it is a complete failure in management that they're even in this position. Because, you know, I'm sure contract workers expect that they're not going to be given the same kinds of standards that full-time workers are, but, but you know, to be treated like that is just despicable, you know, and, and that really is the whole reason for the union, you know. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it needs to be more complicated than that, really. I, d I do agree with you. It will be... I, I do agree with you, Mitch, because you can't see who technically I might be looking at. Um, <laughs> that It will be interesting to see how Big Phil deals with it but i do genuinely think he will get someone and just send them in and say get this all agreed um not not at n any cost but i think they, they want it done quickly and they want it done fairly yeah i mean that's what i would do i would handle it very i would, I would try to get that done within the first two weeks oh, oh i would say if that didn't happen i think it would be very uncharacteristic of microsoft under satya nadella um i i don't really it could get real messy real quick if it goes bad. I, I don't think it will, not under that kind of leadership. I think oh, I'm not saying it will, I'm just saying know. it could. It, it could. Then that would be the biggest news story of next year, I imagine, <laughs> if it does happen. Yeah, the the Activision rubbed off on Microsoft yeah. rather than the other way around. Um, oh, no. Well, I mean, it takes it takes time to make change. It's not. This is not going to be fixed in a day. This is going to take many, many years to once they take, if they take over, to be able to re rectify everything that the studio has. These studios have done to make mistakes. Like it's going to take time, and I think that's what people are not going to. That's why I think, I think people are like blanket being like, "Oh, everything's fine now." Once once they take over, it's like, no, this is going to be rough. It's going to be rough for a while. 
there's the, I can see there being a lot of middle management changes as well. So um, yeah. there's, there's anyone who used to watch the West Wing um, might recognize this phrase. Anyone who doesn't know what the West Wing is, it's an absolutely brilliant political drama. Um, if you're right-leaning at all, don't watch it. It wasn't made for you. Oh, um, oh no, the West Wing's great. Yeah. Come on. A dainty it little flower right-wing people, I'm sure, can enjoy it. Yeah, um, but there was a phrase in that that um, I noticed in my own career, which is post hoc, post hoc ergo propter hoc. Before, therefore, because of it. So if you are a middle manager at ABK at the moment, you should be feeling somewhat concerned about your career path. Because if anyone is, it has anything um, bad to say about you, you could be out on your ass. Um, or equally, if anyone has anything to say that you didn't stand up for your members of staff or um, didn't treat them with respect in any way or were complicit in what was going on because you were watching your own backside, you could potentially find yourself out on your ass. And in certain situations, that will be warranted. In others, it won't be because... Even middle managers will have edicts come down from on high that they will have to fulfil, and they may not like it. But they've got jobs; they they've got they need that income. They need to pay their mortgage. They need to look after their kids and their families. Um, but when when a new regime might step in, they might see well. You were here when it was bad. Therefore, you are bad. Therefore, you are gone. Yeah, or they were your mentor. And the person that was your mentor was the one, one of the bad ones. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, nah, will we associate you with by them? association. Yeah. It's, it's happened. I've seen it happen in my working life where new, new managers and new chief execs come in. And it's like, oh, you were here when it was shit. Okay. Bye. Because you were part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um. I was just going to say, uh, it's just like a small thing, but I think if Microsoft was smart, they, they would literally sack a shit ton of people, um, get Mike Yabar and make him the head of Activision Blizzard, and then uh, try <laughs> to bring Jen O'Neill back and make her the head of Blizzard. Blizzard Entertainment, that is. That would be an interesting move and say, yeah. look, come back and come back and create the company you, want, you wanted exactly. it to be when you left. I don't know if that would misogynistic I don't know if that would come off good. Like I, 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 I like the move. I personally would like it, but I don't know how it would come off uh, to them. Like being like, come back and make the company. You're just saying it because I, like, I don't know. Well, let's 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 wait and see. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a bigger hurdle to get through first, which is what the hell happens when Xbox. All finishes, and I don't get an email from Xbox saying, "Dear Keith, thank you for being a loyal customer. Here's 24 months of Game Pass Ultimate for the price of 18." That's that email's not coming. They're going to try and gouge me for 24 months. Yeah, of course they I'm will. Not be happy. What did you expect? Yeah, you, you, you're going to have to cancel it and uh, yeah. just get. And you drink the Kool Aid, Keith? Buy a PlayStation and um, then sign up to the platinum tier of whatever, it, and get shitty down streaming games right mitch last last news question which celebrity got a sexy surprise from their blocky game
No idea. Oh, I. Somebody, some. Sorry, um, can I say? Yep. Um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was suing the people that make Roblox, I believe, because um, it is a Roblox they, they, story. Yeah, um, they they had I, I don't know like uh, uh, their image in in the game in in a sexy way. I don't know. Is it like okay. Kim Kardashian? It is Kim Kardashian. Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sorry. God, yeah, I remember. They had a sex tape on it. Leo, was in Roblox, a children's game. Anyone watching or anyone listening, you need to go watch the show just for the moment when Liam realized, because his face had three expressions on it. The, uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could yes. I could it was a perfect one to like capture and send to artists to say emote this please <laughs> Rafa if you're listening um, to this please capture that image we'll use it as a gif <laughs> that would be Liam's next trolling gif on our discord channel yep. um so yes this is the story that Kim Kardashian's um toddler I think that, that child is um, is it so a north, two or three north, year old southwest whatever um, was playing Roblox and then took the phone so, took so the, much worse took the phone to their mum and because they oh. saw their mum's image on Roblox and the she was very glad that the child can't read because what it said is play this game for a link to the unreleased portions of Kim Kardashian's sex tapes. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, 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 that kid almost wow. needed a shit ton of therapy. I don't know that therapy in later life anyway, not because yeah. of this. I mean, yeah. um, seriously, like they already the bills are already high enough as it is. Their father's Kanye West. They need plenty of therapy already. <laughs> but can you Adam and fucking Eve it? The okay, this this isn't this could potentially be really bad for Roblox. Oh, yeah, they could, they could get shut down. Oh, the, the Kim Kardashian could go on every morning TV show saying this game is promoting sex to children. Could, could you imagine if I was the CEO of Roblox, if I was the CEO and the executive board of Roblox, I would be on our moderation people, right? Oh, no, they got rid of all of those people, didn't they? Mm hmm. Um, it's 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 the, like literally the literally the um, the uh, what's it the the hot hot word of the day in politics right now with 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 and I'm only saying it because that's what the, that side is saying it's the right side is saying this but everything is located to child pedophilia child predators and all that kind of stuff this literally feeds into their thing of like. Oh, the left loves Roblox, and now they're getting now it's a sex ring. And it's like, oh my god! So this this isn't the first time that Roblox um, has yeah. been told to take content down for it being sexually explicit. Mm-hmm. We um, talked about it. Actually, we talked about it on this show. That's why you watch the yeah. show. Um, it's it's Roblox is quite possibly taking over from um, Activision Blizzard. King is the scummiest. Um, game company that there can be. Um, th- uh, so I don't know. I mean, their C, the CEO, I don't know, is is well. well let's let's we list know. off some of the 
let's list off some of the things that roadblocks have and haven't done. So roadblocks um, were told that there were sexual predators using their own hosted chat platform to groom children who were on there wanting to make games. So instead of boosting them. their moderation, uh, what did Roblox do? Fire them. Roblox shut down their own servers and said, use Discord or use other popular um, collaboration tools. So rather than protect the children who were trying to make games on their own platform, they just pushed the problem aside. Um, so Roblox were told about... Um, children being exploited in the sense of being directly employed under contract. And we're talking minors, so people under the age of 16 were getting sent contracts for employment to make levels and games in Roblox that then the people who were sending them the contracts would make the profits on the sales of. Mm -hmm. What did Roblox do? Nothing. It's your turn, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, quite frankly, Roblox has this fucking coming. Like, um, but they they've been given ample opportunity to fix their shit, and they haven't. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm kind of I kind of hope Kim Kardashian fucking goes for them. To be honest, I do as well. Yeah, um, I, I, I can't I can't think of um, a a better person to shut down a company that's involved yeah. in child exploitation. Well, you know yeah. who's going to buy them up. Um, I, I think um, what, what, what you said earlier, Mitch, <laughs> about uh, Tencent has Tencent written all no, over no, it. No, I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. But... What has it written all over it is BAK uh, is going to buy them up because Bobby Kotick can't, ha can't have, it needs to have more scandals inside his uh, golden parachute. <laughs> well, he needs it to cover up for the shit that he's been doing. Um, oh yeah, it's okay to threaten a member, send death threats for a member of my staff. Sorry, Liam, carry on. Sorry, carry on. I just, I just can't miss an opportunity to it. shit on the billionaire no, no. devil horn. I had to shite Bobby, and I had to crack some more jokes. <laughs> He couldn't let like any possible doubt creep, and uh, he he has to be the biggest piece of shit <laughs> like in the games industry. That's what his parachute <laughs> says on the way down. I am a piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in gold leaf. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Painted gold. Um, uh, but um, I I think what you said earlier, Mitch. Um, I think sometimes uh, it, the problem with these things becoming political, which they often do, and uh, let's be honest, uh, the right is definitely going to try to lean into something like this and make it political. Which you is know, ridiculous. It, 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 quite often, we we get distracted by the politics of these things that that we forget about the the problem at hand that needs to be dealt with. I, I think. You know, because everybody's sort of reaching out and trying to be like, oh, yes, I'm the person that solved the problem. You know, and it's the same thing in, with Disney. And uh, I, I do think Disney needs to be dealt with in a lot of ways, you know, because there are a lot of horror stories about. Well, um, well Liam, the funny part is in the U.S., no one says that. No one says I dealt with the problem. No, everyone just says this is an issue and this is why you need to vote us in. And they're like they're not trying to say we'll fix the issue. I've never but heard one of them say we will fix it. But then if you fix it, it can't be a problem that you can campaign for against in future. Exactly. Well, I, 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 I mean, um, so, sorry to make this political, but, but Ron DeSantis is um, basically proclaiming that he's fixing the problem with Disney in Florida. And I'm sure he'd use that as a political means to probably become president. In the and, now, and now it's backfiring on his ass because now they have to now Disney says, well, we can't you have to now pay our debt, which is 
a billion dollars. Have fun with that. Mm. Where's that money going to come from for the taxpayers? I don't think that's necessarily a problem that's, you know, in in the bigger picture of things. I, 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 oh, don't, I don't think I don't that's disagree. that big of a I don't, problem. I, I get what you mean, but again, yeah, like his, he, his he plan... Can, but he's, he's, he's a conservative. Blocks being shit he's a conservative. A conservative means be financially sp- sp- like no financially with their money and spend a billion dollars just to screw over Disney. I don't know if it's worth it. In a no, conservative, well, all politicians suck. Anyways, uh, um, about Roblox, they suck. But, um, Roblox is shit. Ro- Roblox definitely deserves I cannot believe the number of potential scandals that Roblox have had, and it's not reached the level that. Either they've faced, um, I mean, either, it hasn't hit the news. Civil litigation or criminal charges, because the, the amount of times that they've they've been told to take down explicit content, the amount of times they've been told to take down copyrighted content, the amount of times they've been, um, the news agencies have ousted them for the the things that I've I've outlined around um, child grooming and then um, child employment. And then just saying, oh, yeah, we care about our user base. There are only so many times that you can get away with this bollocks. Well, I think the crazier part is, and this is, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll admit, since, I, since I've been working for Naughty Dog, I have been not as been able to keep up with the news. I've just been really busy because of, of work and then, uh, and then personal and, like, you know, trying to form my life schedule is very different uh, now, just in Mitch, general. Has it made you a healthier person not checking the news so often? <laughs> actually i kind of miss being able to check that like i mean i just yeah. haven't been up on the news as i usually am and the one thing i will say is i had no idea this story existed i i feel as if the, this is something the games news industry media needs to Ooh. push and push hard to say wow how is this acceptable right that, that like, is a fair that, point like, this this is something that you know when we talk about journalism and the responsibility of, you know, reporting the news in, in ways that is to, you know, meet out this corruption, meet out this horribleness of these companies. That's what some of these some of these companies, some of these media businesses built their built their companies on. And I don't even hear a word from it from them. And like this is this should be the biggest news story in the industry. Like this should be, especially because they could go and say, this is not just a one-off thing. Look at these past events that have occurred with this game. Roblox is dangerous. Roblox is not appropriate. Is is not protecting minors. Like that is something that you want out there because that is something that is very important. Like I just don't understand. I don't get it. This is one where it's like leaks, leaks, of, leaks about games coming out, but news. yeah, like leaks come out about games in the news, and that's getting more traction than Roblox literally is has opportunities for for child exploitation and working has moments where you can find porn with with children finding children children finding porn on their game not how, fat farmer mps finding porn looking up tractors that's something completely different yeah how the hell is that not making the news how heck shane never even talked about this on game face how the hell is the like that's 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 that shows how much this is not in the ether and it needs to be in the ether because it's so damn important because it's kids and this is why i think this could be the thing that kills roblox 
if, if I hope it does. Kim Kardashian gets on her social media platform and kicks in um, a and says, "Don't let your it. yeah, don't let your children play yeah. this game." Like my only way of thinking, Roblox could save their ass, and it's only if Kim Kardashian is is, and she might be able. She she might be the one to do it. Is she teams up with Roblox to say, "Oh, they're safe." Like if they if they made changes and she would team up with them to go like this is a good place for kids to be, but I don't see that happening. That would be a rare. Yeah. That would be a unless unless she paired up with them, she invested into Roblox and then like they she worked with them to make it safe and then she was a spokesperson. Who knows? But and then got a kickback from all the Kim Kardashian themed levels. Right, exactly. But like um, but I think uh, I think I hope she takes can, them down. Can I picture her being that shallow? I mean, I don't want to. Have you? I, I, I mean, just, have you met the Kardashians? <laughs> I, I was just say, um, Kim Kardashian's kind of in that stage of her career where she's trying to find something uh, important to um, sort of, yeah, to be a part of essentially. And uh, that's why I she lawyered up. Come at the right time. Well, <laughs> so she, she's a fresh new lawyer too, so she could sue on them herself. Well, she she didn't she support the. Um, campaign for a first-time drug offender in tennessee who got life in prison she led a campaign to get her yeah. sentence reduced yes so she can be yes. a bit of an sjw but this is this is the thing it's like if she really wanted to go for them she could and she'd have all the grounds in the world and if oh, she did, yeah. if she paid a private investigator uh, not not a massive amount of money there's i mean there's so much dirt out there um on roadblocks she could bury this company Oh yeah, I mean, um, I would be very scared right now if I was a Roblox. I'd be very scared. I, and there's nothing I they can do. Hate, I, I, I absolutely it. hate the Kardashians, but I, I, I must admit, I kind of respect a few of the things I've heard about Kim Kardashian doing in the last couple of years. Um, oh yeah, I will say, like, uh, <laughs> if 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 there was a time that she would do it, it would be now. And she she, I would not be shocked if she did it. Great, I'm going to say, it. I hope she does. Me too. I hope, I hope she absolutely buries roadblocks for and and rinses the executives who've been raking in money off the backs of um, young people and children and scam artists and copyright infringers. Um, and now there are some people who've used that platform for what it is, and they've made a lot of money. Good for you. But if that's the kind of attitude that the people at the top are going to take, they deserve everything that's coming. And hopefully, you, if they do get shut down, and that was your source of income, and you'll be able to uh, repurpose your talents somewhere else and get a job elsewhere in the games industry. Um, but my God, Roblox are scummy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still, I can't believe I had a rant about it, but I can't believe I still, I'm still flabbergasted. I've not seen a news story about this. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like playing Roblox just because I. <laughs> Don't understand. Want to see Kim Kardashian's unreleased porn tape? Is this the one with Reggie Bush? Search couldn't solve. Um, but um, it wasn't with yeah, Reggie I, Bush. I, was her first one, wasn't it? No, idea. I've never she seen it. I just heard of it. I don't know. I don't watch that kind. Of... Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Drink tea. Stop talking. I don't yeah, find Kim I'm Kardashian curious, that attractive. Um, no offense, like I, I, I should go looking for a YouTube video because I'm just curious as to the appeal of the game because people people don't understand robots. As, 
as a bisexual man, he's, I do not find Kim Kardashian that attractive. So that's why I'm not looking for her sex so, tape. Well, I mean, Roblox is like a cross between Minecraft and um, I'm trying to think of what the other thing was where you actually create the games yourself. Um, or, dreams. Dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, hopped on there recently. I've been meaning to do that just because, like, I've been trying to check up every six months on Dreams because some people are making some really cool stuff on there. Um, Except that Minecraft and Dreams protect children yeah. and don't post porn mm-hmm. or sexually much, explicit content because they well, have much, much, much respect to Media Molecule. They're a great company. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, does who owns Roblox? Like, is there, is there, do they, are they a subsidiary no to, or are they just their own company? I think they're their own, own company. company. Oh, okay. That's the thing. It's like, also, like, what's the difference between Minecraft and, uh, uh, and Dreams and Roblox? Um, two of them are owned by top billion dollar companies. Say, I'd be really interested to know what will happen if this lawsuit gets started, because we know next to nothing about how Roblox Corporation has operated them. Well, it's just like, a very sort of out of the way yeah. unfocused on company that nobody ever really talks about you know because the games industry people don't even talk about it because it's just sort of over there in its own space i just wrote corp.roblox.com and it's the first thing that comes up on google is contact us i really want to press it and say how much are you shitting bricks that kim kardashian tries to shut your company down <laughs> well i was going to say the one thing i would though the one Do thing. you have a statement for the Pixel Pines podcast? Oh, that would be cool. Ask them. I would. I like seriously. I would. I say, hey, the Pixel Pine Pixel Pines podcast is looking for a statement on the on the accusation. Uh, a, not accusation. 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 Thank you. I was gonna say acquisition, but that didn't make sense. Uh, uh, accusation that uh, that Kim Kardashian's child found. Kim Kardashian sex tape on your on your on your video game. What do you have to say about it? Um, well, they already released a press statement saying they take the safety of children. Blah 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 blah. But well, no. could, could have been written by a computer AI, and you wouldn't know. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> um, please write me I a statement that. about this sex <laughs> scandal here on Roblox. <laughs> Is it? Um, I, I love the line in um, Any Given Sunday. Where, it, um, where Jamie Foxx says to Al Pacino, is it, fuck you, coach, I ain't buying your brand. That's how I feel about that statement. You know what Alexa responds back? She says, do you want the Bobby Kotick version? <laughs> what, the, the version that he paid someone else to do? Or he, the, the version that he paid someone else to talk through? That it was actually his words. Right. That's it from me. Um, I think we've gone through enough scummy stories about the games industry. We forgot to ask you, how was second beer? Oh, it was lovely. Oh, my God. Evan, um, if I could send these to you without them um, probably getting stolen at customs, you would love this stuff. Um, I I, I want some. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um, it's, it's it's living up to the ESB name, so extra strong bitter. I'm like really bitter, really malty. Um, I'd I'd hammer about three of those in a row, and then say, drink responsibly. And on that note, we out. 
Yeah, it, it looked like you were in trouble out there. How quickly did this be? We have to. Right. Well, that was fun. We learned something new. That Mitch may or may not watch porn. <laughs>